What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50 plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. Hello, everyone. So today, I'm going to cover a really easy tool that does so many amazing things for our kids. This one tool helps promote a growth mindset, build healthy self-esteem, build internal motivation, and increase cooperation. We can use it with kids of all ages, although language will change as they age. I use it differently with my tweens and teen than I did when they were little, but it yields the same results. I do feel like my kids have benefited greatly from this approach. They are all happy, responsible, self-motivated kids that really cooperate almost anytime. Now I say, right, almost anytime I remind them to do something. They're not perfect, but I might just get a, in a minute or can I do it later? But outside of that, there's no pushback which is amazing given that they're all in adolescence. So I've covered some of this before, but I have so many new listeners since the last time. And for longtime listeners, a reminder is always helpful. If you're like me, when it comes to things that I learn from other people that I follow, I love when they remind me of the core strategies and concepts of their methods. It's always welcome. So I hope you feel the same. So I'm going to talk about the difference between praise and encouragement and exactly how to use encouragement in lots of scenarios for lots of different ages, including tweens and teens. And honestly, you can even use it with adults. Any relationship where you want to connect, let them know what you appreciate about them will improve the relationship. But first, I'm going to talk about praise, what it sounds like and why it usually isn't the best option. 
Now, before you think I'm crazy, just hear me out. It's not that you should never use praise, but I am saying to make encouragement your go-to and then use praise sparingly. You'll understand why in just a minute. And I'm going to circle back around to praise at the end. Talk about when and how to use that. So praise is an expression of approval. Here are some examples. You did so great. That was amazing. That drawing is so pretty. You played that perfectly. I'm so proud of you. You got an A. Praise is a type of reward. Praise and rewards work off the same psychological principles. They both build external motivation. They create a pattern of behavior or doing for the reward. Or in the case of praise, it's for the positive feedback, which is a reward in and of itself. Praise is also judgment-based because it is the observer's judgment, our judgment as the parent in in those cases, that the picture is pretty, that they did so great or amazing or perfect, and that we are the ones who are proud. And this builds a reliance on that outside approval. Self-esteem comes from the feedback they get outside of themselves. So it builds a reliance on more external feedback to keep or grow self-esteem or to continue to work on tasks, whether it's for school, chores, or even a hobby or an interest. What we want to work on is building internal motivation for tasks, motivation for the sake of learning a new skill, of accomplishing something new, and for improvement. We want to give kids the tools to build their own self-esteem so they aren't relying on outside sources, putting it out of their control. We want their self-esteem to be in their own hands, their own control, to build it for themselves. We want to help our kids to have resilience, to keep trying, to keep looking for new ways to solve a problem, to improve and learn how to grow without feeling defeated by setbacks and failures, a growth mindset. One big piece to all of these things is using encouragement and leaving praise as something we use sparingly. Encouragement is a way of inspiring and stimulating. Now, it may sound subtle, but this shift in the way we give feedback does make all the difference. So I'm going to cover some mindset shifts here before I get into exactly how to use it, because this will actually give you a lot of ideas of different ways to use it. So instead of approval, we want to think inspiration or stimulation. Instead of, you played that perfectly, you spent a lot of time practicing and it shows. Instead of judgment, you're doing a great job. We want to think self-directing. You're working quietly because the judgment, again, is our judgment that he's doing a great job. Self-directing is commenting on the quality, working quietly, so that your child knows what behaviors can lead to success. So instead of being vague, that is so pretty. You want to think explicit. You used a lot of yellow. You used lots of colors. You used lots of bright colors. Instead of robbing ownership of achievement, I'm proud of you for getting an A. You want to think about recognizing ownership. You worked hard on your spelling words and it shows. When we say we're proud about the A, it really downplays that the effort that was involved in getting there. The pride is ours, but the effort is theirs. We want to accentuate the effort, 
This allows them to take pride in themselves and their own hard work, to take pride in their effort. This builds internal motivation for the hard work on the future tasks and allows children to cultivate pride in their own efforts. Best of all, it's pride in the effort, not the outcome. If we focus on outcomes and they work really hard but get a B, or worse yet, a D, how hard are they going to want to work next time? We've all worked hard at something, but still failed. But the pride in the hard work is what allows us and them to go back to the drawing board and work on a new plan for a better outcome without letting the D or even the failure define us or deflate us. Instead of encouraging them to change for others, which builds extrinsic motivation, if you work harder, you could get an A next time. You want to think encouraging them to change for the self. This builds intrinsic motivation. How do you think you did? What would you do differently next time? This is something you'll move more into as they get into the elementary school years and beyond, but it's helping them identify goals and then the steps to reach them through guiding them without telling them or giving away answers or choosing the goals for them. So if your child is really struggling in a subject, let's say history or math, you're going to let them choose. The goal shouldn't always be an A. Maybe it's just a C on this next chemistry exam because they're really struggling with the concepts. Or maybe it's a B on that next history test. Guide them on the steps to reach their goals if they need that. And then remind them and guide them if they're falling short of their interim goals. Reminding them it is their goal to get the C or the B. This in and of itself makes it easier because it's their goal, which creates more internal motivation than a parent coming in and setting a goal of straight A's. This allows them to take ownership. And so they're going to work harder. They're going to put in the effort because it's something that they set up. It's an internal motivator. They're changing for themselves. They want to see that C or that B. They're not trying to do it for others, reach some A that someone else set for them that they just feel is impossible. And so they don't even want to try. Instead of teaching what to think, wow, your room is very messy. You should be getting better grades than this. Think of teaching how to think. What do you think of your room right now? How are you feeling about school? How would you like to improve on that? Instead of valuing conformity, it should be done this way. Think of valuing comprehension. I know you'll figure it out. Or if they did, you figured it out. Instead of reliance on others for the positive feedback, your room is so clean, your grades are amazing. You want to think self-reliance. How are you feeling about your effort? So this can be in school and cleaning their room and any task that you've asked in any project that they've done. Now there's a really easy formula for using encouragement. I'm going to cover this and examples of how to use it with kids, toddlers to teens, right after a word from our sponsors. As an adult and a mom of a son, both with ADHD, I know navigating the expectations of life with ADHD can be a challenge, but finding the right care and proper tools needed to succeed can be life-changing. With the right resources, you can turn your ADHD into your superpower. Done is an online ADHD care platform that can get you all the resources you need to help manage your ADHD, online visits, refills, and a 24-7 care team made for you. Starting to take care of your ADHD is as easy as one, taking a one-minute free assessment to see if Dunn can help, two, 
booking an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as today or tomorrow. Three, start receiving ongoing care. Enjoy online visits, personalized treatment plan, worry-free refills, and 24-7 care. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Unlock your path to better focus now at get.donefirst.com slash podcast. Done. Turn your ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, By Heart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Our blend includes the most abundant protein found in breast milk, alpha-lac, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum, along with broken down, partially hydrolyzed proteins. BiHeart is an easy-to-digest formula. In addition to its patented protein blend, our formula includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. BiHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with the code parenting for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now that we're back, I'm going to share exactly how to use encouragement with kids from toddlers to teens. Remember, encouragement is a way of inspiring and stimulating. So the way we use it is this. You want to describe the behavior. You built a tower. You shared your snack. You studied every night this week. You used a lot of colors for this picture. Then you're going to label the behavior. That was ambitious, creative, tenacious, kind, thoughtful. So here are some examples of what it sounds like when you put it together. You shared with your sister. That was thoughtful. You studied every night. That was persevering. You figured out the answer by yourself. That was smart. You got dressed all by yourself. That was independent. You listened the very first time. That was cooperative. Thank you for unloading the dishwasher. That was helpful. You put your face in the water even though you were scared. That was brave. What this does is let our kids know the characteristics we like to see. Independent, Kind, thoughtful, creative, ambitious, tenacious, responsible, helpful, brave, self-directing, confident. You get the idea. There's tons of them. You can come up with your own, the ones that you like to see, the ones that they're struggling with that you want them to work on or that you would like to see them improve on. And you can start, you know, write those down and then start coming up with times that whenever you notice that trait being carried out, describe the behavior and then label it as that characteristic. They will then quickly start to embody these characteristics more and more. They will do more things that are kind, more things that are helpful, independent, responsible, ambitious, self-directing, because they see themselves as these things. I am brave, so I do more things that are brave. I am kind. I am thoughtful. I am tenacious. I am confident. 
You get the idea. It builds these characteristics into their belief systems about themselves. You can see how this affects their self-esteem in positive ways. When they have a positive view of themselves and understand what it is about themselves and why, they can have the view of themselves as kind, thoughtful, tenacious, brave, and confident, etc. This comes from inside. I am this thing. I embody this trait and I have confidence about that positive trait about myself. So you can also see how this can build a growth mindset. If I'm tenacious, then I'm going to figure out how to solve this problem and not give up. If I'm confident, then a failure or one bad grade will not define me. If I'm ambitious, then I'm going to keep working towards my goals even when I have some setbacks and obstacles. So the great thing is we can use this at every age, toddlers to teens. So with younger kids, we're noticing, describing, and labeling when they use their words instead of hitting or grabbing, or when they ask for help with a social exchange instead of reacting, when they listen the first time, anytime they do a great job with cleanup, with a smooth bedtime routine, sharing. The focus of these toddler and preschool years, and even can be into early elementary as well, especially if it's been a struggle, is the social exchanges and the emotional skills that underlie those. Cooperation with routines, cooperation with helping with small tasks like cleanup after dinner, dinner prep like setting the table. The great thing about young kids is regardless of how fiercely independent they try to be and want to be, using that independence to have them help is something they love. They want to learn and try new things sometimes to the detriment of being more work to teach them than if we did it ourselves. But if you take advantage of that now, it will pay off big dividends later. It's an investment now for the payoff later. They get so much joy and self-esteem from knowing they helped that they become kids who are much more helpful as they get into elementary age and tween and teen years, as is what I have experienced with mine. So as we get into school-age kids, 5 to 10, lots of focus on independence with their routines, with their self-care, morning and bedtime, so getting up and getting dressed, brushing their teeth, at bedtime, same thing, getting changed for bed, brushing teeth, washing face and hands. This doesn't mean that we're eliminating bedtime connection. Always great to have that bedtime connection, but when it comes to like the reading and singing songs or whatever, scratching back, whatever it is you like to do for tuck-in time, bedtime but just having them do their routine, getting ready for bed, moving them towards doing that for themselves. As they work through these years, independence in homework, doing their reading without being reminded, practicing an instrument, cooperation in any form, really, especially if it's a struggle sometimes. If getting up for school is a struggle, if them getting through their morning routine is a struggle, helping around the house is sometimes a struggle, focusing on that, using encouragement when they do one of those skills well. Now, my kids are amazing, well, at many things, but one of the things they're really great at is helping unload the groceries. I come home and I don't even have to ask. They come out to the car, they'll grab as many bags as they can at one time. My boys especially love to do this. Try to carry as many bags as they can. It's a challenge for them, which I love (laughs) because I don't even have to carry anything in most of the time. And then we've done the work on sticking around to help put everything away. And so now they're starting to take that over completely. So this is the kind of cooperation and independence that you can work towards and expect. 
So as we get into tween and teen years, we are going to give encouragement on making good decisions about friendships and peer pressure, being independent for studying, planning, executing on projects, sharing feelings and struggles, and choices that they might feel a little reticent to share with us. I know it was hard to come to me and trust me about telling me about your friend. That was really brave. Lots of appreciation. Thank you for helping unload and put away the groceries. That was really helpful. So I want to get back to praise for a minute because it's not this thing that you never want to use, or if you use it once, you're going to ruin all the work you did with encouragement. Now you've got a kid who's uh, everything is external, their motivation and their self-esteem. If you are proud, say so. If they did awesome at the game, say so. But we just reserve it for those times they went above and beyond. We don't want to tell them we're proud of them for cleaning the table or putting their toys away or putting their clothes away or brushing their teeth or say every drawing is amazing because it loses its power after too long also. So when we save it for them going above and beyond, studying really hard and hitting that goal or going above the goal, getting a B plus when they were getting D's and just hoping for a C on the chemistry test, of course you're proud. Of course she did amazing. You want to say so. My son had an orchestra concert in the spring, and I had tears in my eyes the whole entire time. When he was done, I told him I was really proud of him, and I was. It was beautiful. If you want to learn more about teaching a growth mindset, building healthy self-esteem, positive discipline, you can see the descriptions and sample videos of all 60 parenting classes available on demand on the website, yourvillageonline.com. And I haven't shared that my graphic designer, Ashley, who creates the class presentations, handouts for the classes, creates presentations for me when I go and speak to groups. She designs the web pages and also edits this podcast, which is not right now. She is out on maternity leave expecting her first baby very, very soon at the end of this month. So I am so excited for her. So she has been with me since the very beginning. So I will announce on an episode when I get the news that Ashley has her baby. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.